You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Mikey's Indy 500. I am your host, as always, Mikey Man Freddy, back again with more laps in a race through the independent scene. Let's get right into it. First off, we have a match from Rev Pro from Rev Pro High Stakes 2020. You probably know the one I'm talking about. It's Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the undisputed British Heavyweight Championship. This match was a barn burner of a match. So it starts it starts with these two just absolutely reversing every move that the other is doing. They are throwing absolutely everything at each other. It is crazy. It is ridiculous. They are pulling out reversals I never would have even thought are possible. Zack Sabre Jr. turns every move Will Ospreay does into a freaking in into a different submission hold. He's tying Will Ospreay in knots. It's ridiculous. This match is absolutely crazy. It feels like with all these reversals, it really makes it feel like a real wrestling match, like almost like like almost like an amateur wrestling match where it's two guys really fighting to get the upper hand on one another rather than two guys just setting each other up for spots, which sometimes pro wrestling matches feel like but i really like that about this match it really gave it that competitive aura of a title match it really made it feel like both guys were really really fighting for it rather than just trying to get through the match there was a huge clash of styles here between the two of these guys we have will osprey obviously the aerial assassin flying around doing his thing hitting oz cutters hitting the cheeky nando's kick going 20 feet in the air off the top rope and then you have zach sabre jr who wants to keep people grounded. He wants to he wants to put people in submission holds. He wants to have a very technical wrestling match. And it really made the match way more interesting because they're both trying to do such drastically different things to each other and the way they tried to set each other up for their their style of moves was really interesting. Uh there was some really cool sequences in this match. There was everything there was storytelling, there was everything you could want. In a puff in the wrestling match, in the end, Osprey ends up winning with the Stormbreaker and captures the undisputed British Heavyweight Championship after I think it's they said after like seven years of fighting for it. This match, guys, this match is five meatballs, five meatballs out of five easily. It was an absolute barnstormer. They they blew the roof off the place. Watch it if you can. I found it free on YouTube. It's also on the New Japan Pro Wrestling app or website, I guess. So if you have an account there, you can watch it. But I did find it free on YouTube. It just took a little bit of digging. Um, but you could find it. So if you want to watch it, free on YouTube. Or if you have a New Japan Pro, uh, NJPW account, you can watch it there as well. Next up, we have a match from Riptide Wrestling. I went with another comedy match because that last match absolutely melted my mind because it was absolutely insane. So I went with a more lighthearted match to to laugh a little bit and reset my brain for some more good wrestling. Uh, we have Anti-Fun Police versus 
Gene Money and Sugar Dunkerton from Riptide Wrestling. And this match was very – this match was bizarre. Uh, the first thing I found myself saying was, what the heck did I get myself into? Uh, there was so many things that were going on throughout this match. It was absolutely buck wild. There was a really, there was a really funny bit where the anti-fun police were inspecting Sugar Dunkerton and Gene Money's gear, and there was a funny comment made by commentary. Uh, here's a clip of that. Stupid, sexy samples. There's some donuts on those gear, but there's some cake in those trunks. Sugar Dunkerton. So, before the match even starts, I'm already. I'm already in on all of these characters. I'm already in. They all are hilarious. They're all pulling me in. They're all making me want to keep watching this match before the bell even rings. And I think that's something special that wrestlers make you want to stay. Like, make you want to hang around and be like, all right, let's see what these guys got. They're really funny right now. and The, ma- the match hasn't even started yet, so I can't wait to see what actually happens during the match. Uh, so that was really cool. I was really glad that uh, I was hooked so quickly. There was a lot of funny moments during this match. There was one point where, like, where Gene Money hits a boom drop. There was one point where they keep pulling Gene Money's tights off, and under and underneath he has another pair of tights. There was just really good. There was just really good funny comedy spots throughout this whole match, and that's what it is. It's, it, at, at, through and through, it's a comedy match. And if you like comedy wrestling, you'll absolutely love it. I laughed the whole time. Um. It's free on YouTube, free on Riptide's, free on Riptide Wrestling's YouTube channel. So yeah, if you want to go watch it, you can't. You should. I think it's hilarious. I highly recommend it. I gave this match, I gave this match four out of five meatballs just because it was really funny. It was a little short, but I think it was worth worth my time. It was it was funny. It got me in, and I really enjoyed watching it. So I gave it four out of five meatballs. Go watch Anti Fun Police versus Gene Money and Sugar Dunkerton from Riptide Wrestling. It was great. Next up, we have a match from Absolute Intense Wrestling. We have Candice LeRae versus Cedric Alexander. Now, it's not the match where Cedric Alexander absolutely destroys Candice LeRae with a lumbar check. We've probably all seen that clip on YouTube of that happening and her getting basically killed by a huge lumbar check. It's out there. It's popular. Go go find it on YouTube. Just type in Cedric Alexander, Candice LeRae. You'll find it. So this, but this match is different. This match is, uh, it's 10 minutes long. It's like 10-ish minutes long. It's pretty good. Uh, it's short, shorter than I would have hoped. But these two definitely put on an awesome show because they're both so sick in the ring. There's awesome sequence to start this match off. Cedric Alexander really shows what he's made of. Candice LeRae really shows what she's made of. There's points where Cedric looks like he's just going to put Candice LeRae through the ring when he slams her on the ground. It's absolutely ridiculous Cedric and Candice are both selling each other so well they make each other look so brutal and it was just really good and in the end Candice LeRae wins it with the Poison Rana like I said it's a short match so there's not much to talk about uh but what was in that match was very good so I highly recommend uh you go see it it is on YouTube all all uh absolute intense wrestling it's a four out of five meatball match for sure and I think you'll like it, because I definitely liked it a lot. Next up, we have another Candice LeRae match, which I found uh, in the recommendeds after I uh, 
watch Candace LeRae versus Cedric Alexander, and I just couldn't stay away. I wanted to stay away because I was like, nah, I just did a Candice LeRae match, but I couldn't. I went Once I saw who it was, I couldn't stay away. We have Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan versus the Young Bucks, and through and through, I, with all my heart, seeing Joey Ryan in this match, thought this was going to be another comedy match. I was completely wrong. This match starts off fast and furious. These two are beating the absolute snot at each other. There is there is a deep brood hatred in this match for sure. This match is also from PW, PWG, by the way. I apologize. I missed that part. But like I said, there is a lot of hatred between these two teams. And it was absolutely buck wild. Uh, it was... It was not a comedy match, guys. It was a hardcore wrestling match. Everybody in this match takes mostly, honestly, mostly Candice LeRae takes an absolute fucking beating in this match. She gets destroyed throughout this match over and over and over again. And whether it's get like taking a belter driver on the outside, taking a super kick with thumbtacks, uh, with a thumbtack shoe. Just taking chair shot, just taking chairs thrown at her face, taking trash can lid shots to the head. It's Candice gets her ass beat in this match, and so does Joey Ryan. Uh, the Young Bucks are pretty dominant throughout most of this match. Uh, there's they do some really big spots, as of course the Young Bucks will do because they're the Young Bucks. Their usual spots are aided and made much more insane by the addition of foreign objects like trash cans and thumbtacks and. Just anything they can get their hands on, really. There was a 450 onto a trash can that was laying on Joey Ryan. It was just buck wild. There was there was so many things going on, and this match was an absolute banger. Uh, like it was, it was so crazy to watch. It had me cringing. It had me jumping out of my seat. I was like covering my eyes because there was some crazy spots. Like I I love this match. This match was wild. It was really, really fun to watch. It was it really got me hooked in to see, mostly to see if Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan lived through it. Because holy shit, by the end, Candice LeRae is a bloody mess. And speaking of the end, it ends when Candice LeRae hits a poison rana off the top rope and gets the one, two, three, and and the world's cutest tag team, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan, win the PWG tag team titles. This match was five meatballs. This match is free on YouTube. If you want to go watch it, I highly recommend it. However, if you're squeamish, I'd stay away because it's pretty hardcore. It gets pretty wild. There is some wild, wild spots that looked hella dangerous, but they both they pulled off a great match, and World's Cutest Tag Team ends up winning in the end. I recommend this match. Go watch it. It's freaking awesome. And to make it even better. The, the commentary team is Excalibur and Kevin Steen, or Kevin Owens, if you're a WWE mark like me. Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, great talker, great on the mic. It really it really helped us, and, this, and Excalibur. We all know Excalibur from AEW now. Excalibur is great on the mic. Excalibur is a great commentator. So these two together just made for a really fun commentary team, and it really added to the match for sure. Next up. We have a little bit of a lighthearted match, which I thought I was getting last time, but I didn't. We have a more lighthearted match because I just watched Ken Slurray get her face busted open by a shoe full of thumbtacks. So we have Orange Cassidy versus Marco Stunt from Beyond Wrestling. And it this match this match was just 
this match was great. These two were two great competitors. They both put their hands in their pockets to start off the match and then just stand there and stare each other down until one of them makes the first move. And it's like an old school Western standoff, but instead of them waiting to pull their guns, they're waiting for someone to take their hands out of their pockets and start the match. It's pretty funny. Uh, this match is great. They do some really funny spots. Uh, these two are both very good at what they do, whether it's comedy wrestling or when they actually start getting into it. They are really, they're really good wrestlers, both of these two. So when they both decide to turn on, it's awesome. When they're both doing comedy stuff, it's awesome. This match is just awesome through and through. Uh, so if you get a chance, watch it. some really funny spots there was a very slow canadian destroyer which marco sells sells great which marco stunt sells great there's a part where oc takes marco stunt's candy marco hits a sick 450 at one point the crowd is chanting both these guys and i 100 agree both of them were great both of them put on an awesome show in the end though orange cassidy ends up taking the victory and winning the match i gave this match 3.75 out of 5 meatballs cuz it was a little short. I do wish it was longer. It was a lot of um it was a lot of them trying to get each other to fight each to fight and it was a lot of standing around. Uh, I wish there was a little more action, but the action that was there was very good when it did happen. Um but like I said there was a lot of standing around, so I gave this match 3.75 out of 5 uh despite the fact that it was very funny and very good. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go watch it because it was pretty great next up we have a match from ring of honor from women of honor wednesdays we have kelly klein versus scarlet bordeaux i've been i've been meaning to uh check out more scarlet bordeaux matches because i i hear she's great uh and i hear that she's really good but i've never seen a match of hers before um i've only really seen her like hanging around with killer cross so i i thought maybe i would delve into her matches a little bit more to see if she was a great wrestler like i heard uh this match seemed to be when she was like well not when she was first starting out but like it they were they were kind of promoting it like she was she was going from ring announcer to wrestler like she was making that transition so it I felt like it was a little early in her wrestling career so maybe it wasn't as good as i as it could have been uh this match was fine it was uh kelly klein really uh carried this match uh but scarlet bordeaux definitely held her own for sure they both did a great job in this match. Um, it was short, however, uh, there wasn't much to write home about. It was it just seemed like a, a a basic heel doesn't take the face seriously, so there's a lot of cockiness and a lot of overconfidence, and then the underdog kind of comes back a little bit and starts scrapping. But in the end, Kelly Klein does win uh, and beats Scarlet Bordeaux. Uh, I gave this match two and a half meatballs out of five your basic it's it, there's like i said it's a decent wrestling match nothing to write home about i will definitely be getting more into the both of these competitors in the future though because i i have heard they could both be great so i would love to see them both be great and i would love to delve a little bit deeper into both of their careers and see what they could do when they're in an awesome awesome match i'm very excited to see more next up we have a match from Beyond Wrestling, American Rana. If you remember, uh, two weeks ago, we actually reviewed a match from this same pay-per-view, American Rana, 
we had Joey Janela versus David Starr in a no ropes barbed wire match. Uh, that match was insane. So if you want to hear the review on that, go back to episode six. It is there. Uh, it was awesome. But this match was also pretty awesome. These these two teams uh, of Jordan Grace and Lou Fisto versus Chris Dickinson and Jaka, who are the Doom Patrol. Uh, they are these two teams both really put on a good show. They both really all showed showed off what they can do. They all showed off how strong they are. They all showed off their agility. Um, there was some pretty nasty looking bumps in this match from everybody. Uh, especially one from Jordan Grace taking a suplex a little weird, and it scared me. Lou Fisto is always looking for a fight in this match. She is absolutely antagonizing everybody and trying to just always be in and just constantly fight. It's very good. This match, uh, for, for me, the Doom Patrol started off when they came in. They started off very goofy and very, like, lighthearted, and they felt like it was they were going to be more of a comedy spot. Then as soon as the match started... They, like, flipped a switch and just turned into, like, these two aggressive giant men just absolutely trying to destroy whoever they're fighting, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, so, like, they, the way they, like, just, like, turned on a dime and really, like, surprised me was awesome. There were some huge sequences between the two that that just destroy everyone in the ring. There was lots of tag team chaos, so if you don't, if you, if you don't like a, if you don't like a tag team match that's not just, like, clean, tag in and out, one, two, one, two. Just following the steps, I wouldn't watch this match. But if you like a little bit of uh, a little bit of crazy craziness happening in the in the middle with uh, the teams kind of all conglomerating and just fighting it out, and you're not sure who's legal and stuff like that, then it's pretty good. In the end of this match, though, Lufisto and Jordan Grace end up pulling out the win uh, and getting the victory. So that was that was a really good match for sure. Uh, I gave it four meatballs out of five. I really enjoyed watching it. These guys really put on a good, a good, good, solid wrestling match to open. I think this was the show opener uh, for American Rana. So they really put on a good match to start off the show and get the crowd hype. They really got everybody into it. They got me into it. I was excited. I, even, like, if I was watching this pay-per-view, I would be excited for the rest of it after I just saw that match. Um, so, yeah, I highly recommend it. Like I said, like like all of my matches are free on YouTube. Go find it. Go watch it. Four meatballs out of five. Very good match. Next up, we have another match from Beyond Wrestling. We have Drew Gulak versus Kimberly at Unbreakable. Uh, this match was insane. Uh, Drew Gulak was basically in control the entire match. He was putting on kind of a submission clinic. He was he was putting Kimberly in like every hold he knew. Um there is holds you have never seen before. There is holds that you have seen before. They're all thrown in there because Drew Gulak knows what he's doing when it comes to making people tap out. He is a submission machine. He is being a cocky fuck this whole match, and it's great. There's one point where Kimberly's nose starts bleeding, and she ends up slapping the shit out of Gulak, and they cut back to her with a bloody nose just screaming in Gulak's face, which is a really cool visual. Uh, uh, Kimberly really played a good underdog. She was really, really resilient this whole match. She was really... It looked like she was really trying her hardest to fight back and that Drew Gulak was just kind of no-selling everything. Um, like, no matter what she did. But she did, end up getting, she did end up getting some offense in towards the end. And you can see, like, the little bits and pieces of offense she gets in. There is a... There, she does do... A, she does have a comeback. Uh, she does also... 
end up pulling out the victory in the end uh, when she hits Gulak with a uh, schoolboy and then uh, flips over for the bridge to hold him down and really lock that pin in and gets the one, two, three and surprises Gulak. Gulak was not ready for that uh, and he got pinned for it. And there is a and this match was great. Uh, This match is four point five meatballs out of five. So this is a four and a half meatball match. It's really, really good. Really, really awesome. What really makes this whole thing and ties it all together, though, is the promo Drew Gulak gives after the match. Uh, here's a clip of here's a clip of a little bit of that. About five years ago, this young girl, who's now a young woman, moved by herself from Seattle, Washington. <laughs> She's spoken for, and you're a sexist. Somehow, I don't know how, maybe friends or whatever, she found her way to the CCW Wrestling Academy. You should definitely, definitely, definitely go watch this match. It was awesome. Beyond Wrestling, Unbreakable. Drew Gulak versus Kimberly. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, And I definitely think that it is worth watching. It was awesome to watch. Next up, we have Chris Dickinson versus Joey Janela. And this match is on YouTube booked as an intergender handicap match. So it says it's Joey Janela and Penelope Ford versus Chris Dickinson. But it is never officially announced that Penelope Ford is in the match on in the video. So it's weird. It's like she interfe but she interferes and doesn't and they don't get disqualified for it and she does moves on Chris Dickinson and the ref is like seeing them. But they're not getting disqualified. So like it's it's weird. It's like Penelope's like in the match but not I don't know. It it says it says it says on YouTube it says it's a handicap match. I don't know if it's actually a handicap match. Just felt like it was supposed to be a one on one. Uh, but Penelope Ford also just kind of jumped in here and there, and they tried to cover it up that they didn't get disqualified. Uh, this match is also from Beyond Wrestling. Surprise, surprise, right? I love Beyond Wrestling. I love the matches. They are always great. So I constantly go back to it when I'm looking for matches. Uh, Dickinson is pretty in control of this whole match, even though. It's kind of a two-on-one the whole time. I think it's really funny that Joey Janela is constantly cocky even when he's losing and getting his ass absolutely beat. He still flips people off and is still saying he's the best and still saying that he's great even though he's just getting his ass absolutely kicked. Um, And he does that when he's not getting his ass kicked too because he's Joey Janela. That's what he does. There were some really good sequences in the match between these two just really giving it to each other, really hitting each other with some big reversals, hitting each other with some big moves. Uh, there was, a, there was a part where Chris Dickinson picks up Penelope Ford and just rams her into Joey's, uh, Joey's nuts for a, a crazy low blow. 
yeah, this match was really good. Uh, this match was this match was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, they really put on like Chris Dickinson and Joey Janela put on a good wrestling match. Penelope Ford's interference has definitely made the match much more interesting than it would have been. I think if it was just one on one, Janela and Chris Dickinson, it really added a little something to this match. But like I said, it wasn't a handicap match. But the ref never stops Penelope Ford from interfering. So it's like weirdly kind of a handicap match, but not officially booked as a handicap match. I don't know. Um, but in the end, uh, Joey Janela ends up winning with the help of Penelope Ford. And this, I gave this match 3.5 meatballs out of 5. Um, it was good. It was solid. Right, like right down the middle, solid. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Penelope Ford added a nice... Uh, benefit to the, like, Penelope, so it got three and a half stars, because I'm taking away from it, because of the fact that it wasn't officially a handicap match, but Penelope before got involved anyway, but I'm also adding a little bit to it, because Penelope before got involved, because it definitely made it more interesting than it would have been without her, so, like, Penelope before is simultaneously adding to this match, and also taking away from it, but 3.5 stars out of, er, 3.5 meatballs out of 5, go watch it if you can, it's pretty good, Right on YouTube, Beyond Beyond Wrestling, Chris Dickinson versus Joey Janela and Penelope Ford. And for our last match of the podcast episode, we have Sammy Guevara versus Ricochet from Wrestle Circus. This match was insane. I knew it was going to be a high-flying barn burner of a match as soon as I saw who was in it. Uh, there, was a, there was some big spots for these two. Sammy Guevara does a moonsault from, like, the rafters. Ricochet's hitting his crazy suicide dies, his crazy Kohilos. There was there was some stuff that took away from this match, like the camera work being really shaky. Like the cameraman really could never. It seemed like he could never hold the camera steady, and they would only cut to that cameraman when he was trying to move into a different position. So like the camera work was always really really shaky, and really really weird. And the one camera angle they cut to when he was trying to move around and they tried to hide the shakiness was a really weird camera angle, and it was hard to see the ring. Um, I didn't really like it that much. Uh, it kind of, it did, the camera work kind of definitely did take away from this match a little bit, but the, the two wrestlers definitely didn't take anything away from this match. They put on a crazy big show. They absolutely beat the crap out of each other. Sammy Guevara was doing his Sammy Guevara stuff, just being an absolute show-off asshole. It had very, it had, it very much had anything you could do, I could do better vibes in it. Like, Ricochet would do one thing, then Sammy Guevara could be like, oh yeah, I'll do your thing, but with my own added twist of a moonsault or something. Like, it was, it was absolutely wild. Um, they, there was, there was big hang time all throughout this match. Like, these guys both got serious air, obviously, because these two are Sammy Guevara and Ricochet, two of the best high flyers in the biz. Uh, there was some awesome sequences. Ricochet also got to show off his strength in this match, which was great. In the end, though, Ricochet ends up taking it home with a 6.30. This match gets four meatballs out of five. I'm really only taking away from it because it was a little shorter than I pictured. And I really would like to see these two go longer. And the camera work really, really, really took away from it. It was a little bit annoying to watch because it was very jarring and very distracting. So yeah, four out of five meatballs I gave this match. If you want to go watch it, I recommend it, but be warned of the shoddy camera work that does kind of distract you a little bit. Anyway, that brings us to the end of lap eight of Mikey's Indy 500. 80 matches out of 500 
in the books. Uh, we are just getting started, folks. We have so much more wrestling to watch, and I am so excited to watch it with you. Please send in your match suggestions to at HitTheBooksPod on Twitter using the hashtag HTB500. Recommend me any independent wrestling match you want. No AEW, no New Japan, no WWE. You can, However, you can use stars from those promotions. As you can see, I used AEW stars. There was a WWE stars. There was NJPW stars. Like... It is okay to use wrestlers from that promotion as long as they're not wrestling in those brands. Uh, please send me, please send me a match suggestions. I will shout you out on the show if you when you do. And you should go check out my main show on this uh, this podcast feed. Hit the books, me and my co-host Ryan Knightsey. We fantasy book episodes of SmackDown every Friday. Uh, we book the matches, we book the promos, we book the. Uh, the winners, we booked the champions, we have our own roster that we drafted in the beginning of the season. Uh, it was really, really fun. I love doing that podcast. I think you'll like it too. You should definitely tune in to that. Now that the plugs are out of the way, I wanted to say thank you all again for joining me on another lap on my race through the independent scene. And this is Mikey Manfredi signing off saying adios, friends.